Tenkop. The only common denominator is authenticity and living in your meaningful purpose. Come and read our new ebook, plus see our discovery store and what wonderful tools we have for you. Do enjoy our shows and don't forget to share. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Their Story Matters. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. My guest today is Christine Olson. Now, Christine faced the ultimate pain a few years ago when she heard of the death of her child. She'd lost her daughter in a motorcycle accident, but she did not know about it for hours. It was even on the news before she was informed. Why? Because her daughter didn't have her contact information on her. So this set my guest here, Christine, into a movement called TIFF. And it's an emergency um, contact program that um, allows families and loved ones to be reached before they have to hear it on the news or from someone else. Uh, and it's a very, very important program. And it's been brought about through Tiff, her daughter Tiffany. And, you know, when somebody loses somebody and they don't lose themselves, that is the greatest gift that they can have because she has now poured this in the memory of her child and she's uh, um, made sure that this not only maybe saves lives um, but also saves the pain that she had to go through herself uh, because when somebody's been hurt as a parent we want to be there immediately and if they don't know how to get hold of you then you're very often the last one to know so this is an excellent program we're going to be talk about brought about through pain and now becomes something that's so radically important for the rest of the world. So first and foremost, Christine, thank you for your courage to to do this, not only for your daughter, but for other people's children and loved ones around the world by using a program as simple as this. Well, thank you, Sarah, for the lovely, lovely introduction. And um, it's always good to have people so encouraging um, to speak with or or supporting you. So thank you so much for that inf- introduction. Um, I would like to just start by asking you, Sarah, as well as all your listeners, a simple question. If you were hurt today in an emergency situation, um, involved in an emergency situation, be it a car accident, be it some type of um, medical emergency because, you know, people have heart attacks and people have strokes and emergencies happen. We hear about them on the news. Uh, we just heard about the one in Manchester, England. We have them in the United States. We hear all types of situations happening around us. But if you or your listeners were involved in a situation today, how would your family be notified? that this has, you know, has happened. What if you were the one that was involved in the accident? How would your family even know that this is going on down the street, in and down, you know, in another part of the city, in another state, or wherever? So, um, what I have found out is the national average and this is not international, we haven't went that far yet, but the national average is six hours before families are notified. So that means you, Sarah. That means you and your family, wherever they may live. This means your listeners, wherever they may be at this moment. Six hours is just a ridiculous amount of time in this day and age of technology. Yeah. 
so, um, you know, there's medical situations, like I said, or there can be weather disasters or whatever it may be. So I'm sure, like you said in the introduction, you want to know if someone you love or if though for those who love you, people want to be notified if there's an emergency. And so that's the sole purpose behind TIFF's initiative. Mm-hmm. And a good initiative it is, because I know with you, you know, you, your daughter was out with her boyfriend. You know, you weren't expecting mm-hmm. a phone anytime soon. You were watching a movie. And you went off to bed totally unawares. Even, you know, it was on the news, which I don't know if you saw that, but you heard about it later. And, mm-hmm. and it literally happened around the corner from you. And that's what happened. Um, I, I remember the night very vividly because I think I was watching a movie on Pope John Paul. And I was probably having my little nightly sweet because I, I like sweets at night with my little hot tea. But I was just watching a movie, and literally 15 minutes away down the street, my daughter was involved in a fatal crash uh, that took her life at 7.01 p.m. Um, her boyfriend, Dustin, uh, lived about a half hour and then passed away also. But like I said, um, 15 minutes away, and it took law enforcement here six and a half hours to notify me and it was such a scramble because um if you like i can kind of go into the story a little Mm -hmm. bit how this all um evolved for me that evening so um i had went to bed right about 11 o'clock and at 11 15 uh the phone had rang so i wasn't sleeping quite yet i just gotten into bed and i honestly sarah wasn't going to pick up the phone because i thought it was maybe my sister's back in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I live in Florida, and this was in Milwaukee. I thought they were um, calling late at night, and they just wanted to, you know, do that little social call that sisters do. And I wasn't going to pick up. I said, I'll touch base with them in the morning because I, I don't get phone calls that late at night. But it was my son, and, and actually it was a gut feeling in my stomach that just said pick up the phone. So I got out of bed, and I picked up the phone, and it was my son, Derek, um, who was 29 years old at the time, and he says, Mom, she's been involved in an accident. Um, get to the uh, our local hospital, Manatee Memorial Hospital. He said, don't ask questions, just get to the hospital. And honestly, Sarah, I don't even know if I had clothes on. I don't know mm-hmm. if I had my nightgown still on. I don't even remember. But I got into my little 96 Honda Civic car, and I drove, uh, trying to pay attention, not running lights, but getting to the emergency room of the hospital. When I got to the hospital, I uh, ran into there. My son was there already waiting for me. And the hospital emergency room responded with, um, well, she's not here. And I said, well, there was situations happening. There was actually another uh, motorcycle involved in the accident um, with Tiffany and Dustin as well as a car. Um, so there were different people involved in this um, event that evening. But uh, so we had heard through kind of a series of text messages, actually, uh, that this accident had happened. But we didn't know anything else that was going on. We had no idea that she was actually gone. So um, this is now by, you know, 11.30 going on 12. We're at the emergency room. They said, well, she's not here. I said, well, she's got to be somewhere because she's been hurt in an accident. And um, I said, can you call, like, another hospital? And I'm sure, Sarah, because of what you do in that, that you've heard of the HIPAA law. No, I haven't. Have you heard, heard of that? that? No. Would you like to explain? It's what a it privacy is? act. 
Uh-huh. It's a privacy oh, act, right. and I don't know if it's so. I don't know if it's a national or international item, but it's a privacy act that you sign off where your information is protected um, through privacy. So when I asked them if they um, if they could check with another hospital, they said here in Florida, um, because of the HIPAA law, we don't do that. And I remember looking at them like. That doesn't make sense. You're calling to find out if someone you love has been transported to another hospital somewhere. Could it be Tampa? Could it be wherever? And they said because of the HIPAA law, they didn't do that. So they ushered me to another room. And um, and honestly, I think they wanted, were trying to quiet me down. I was panicking. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where she was. 22 years old. Where is she? Mm-hmm. So they put me into this little room, and they said, well, you can try and make some phone calls there. Well, this was in the body of the of the hospital. So then you have to deal with an operator. So you pick up the phone, and it's, operator, what number, please? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, I, I did, you know, you just, I don't know what to do. So I want to believe... Um, that there was a security guard woman in the emergency room um, area of the uh, hospital, and she just could see that I was in panic mode. And um, to add to the evening, the hospital was undergoing um, major um, changes. Um, They were building and expanding and all that. So um, when I asked where the chapel was, um, they said, well, go through that door, make a left, make a right, make a left, and I'm just like... I'm on the floor and I'm just crying. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what to do because nobody was coming up to me. So I want to say that the um, the security guard woman, I can kind of almost see her face even these years later, that she started making phone calls on her cell phone. And so um, 1.30 in the morning, now Tiffany was pronounced at 7.01 uh, p.m., uh, 1.30 in the morning, highway patrol, in Florida, pulled up into the parking lot, and my son, who, like I said, he was 29 at the time, so he wasn't a little baby or a little boy. He was standing on my left-hand side, and I can see this. All right now in my head, there's like a little movie going on in my head. Derek is standing on my left-hand side, and he collapses and starts crying. And I'm like, not Tiffany, not my daughter. Well, Highway Patrol approaches me, and they looked at me, and they said very casually, very casually sorry she's gone and I thought um, like what does that mean where did she go mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even yeah. know where, where did she go and they said well we presume she's with the medical examiner but they're closed you can call them in the morning here can you sign for this and it was a plastic bag with my daughter's belongings oh my goodness and I just looked and I I said yeah I I don't know. I guess you're in shock by that point. So I signed for uh, my daughter's bag of belongings, and um, I looked at my son, and I said, Derek, I have to get gas. And he said, Mom, I said, I have to get gas, and I left. And I drove home on fumes. I don't even know how I made it home, but by the grace of God, I made it home, and I sat on my sofa all night and just tried to figure out what was going on, what was happening. Yeah. Well, that was the night. Yes, and so many things that could have been done better. Um, A, if they had your contact, they could have reached you straight away. 
um, even to get you to the hospital or to come to you to let you know. B, most certainly they need to certainly brush up on their skills of telling someone their loved one is gone. Yeah. Um, that yeah. so totally callous. Um, well, we're working on that, Sarah. You mm-hmm. know, I work very closely now, and I've I've told law enforcement, I said, you cannot speak to someone like that. And their answer, you know, initially was that they deal with it so often that mm-hmm. it becomes just a... Um, what is the word, kind of a, um, just an automatic response. Yeah. And I said it wouldn't be the automatic response if this involved you. Right. It wouldn't be the automatic response. Yeah. So you have to, um, and, I, and I, work, I work on every single aspect of this. Um, every single day. I've been doing this every single day of my life since my daughter was killed that night. So um, I'm literally out to change everything. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, unfortunately, it does take tragedies like this for someone to be that catalyst for change. You know, it, change always comes about through necessity. And, you know, your daughter's death and the whole experience that you went through, um, you know, brought about what needs to be done. And, you know, until somebody sees what was wrong with the system, they don't know what to put right. And, you know, it's generally not the people in the system that are going to do it. It's people from the outside that point out that isn't working, um, that starts changing the system. So where did you get the idea to, you know, add information? Because now you've got a a program where um, it is... On the driver's license, which most people generally always have to have with them for their ID, of being mm-hmm, able to mm-hmm. add to the strip the information of uh, the contact phone number, um, which is, I think is a brilliant idea. But how did that come about? How did it come about to use it in that way? Uh, yeah, well, um, so I'll back up just a half a second. Um, I'm a server at a little restaurant, um, a fishing shack, literally, called the Rod and Real Pier on Anna Maria Island. And we get a lot of Canadians there. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. People from all over the world because it's a very unique um, uh, tourist destination on a little island called Anna Maria Island, Florida. Um, so I have no background in government or law enforcement or anything. I have, you know, I am a server. I'm um, customer service and uh um, I'm not an activist. I've never done nothing of major consequence, you know. Um, tried to be a good person and all that stuff that goes with that, but I've never done anything like this. So in the days, weeks, I don't even know, because uh, literally I was in a fog for quite some time mm-hmm. um, to the point of where you don't, people were coming over and flooding my house and flooding my phone and, you just kind of look and you can see their lips moving and you know but you couldn't even hear you were just lost in this grief and um and just desperate desperate grief but um tiffany like i said she was on the back of a motorcycle with her boyfriend and she didn't have her purse with her she had her license in her pocket so everything gravitated toward that license and i thought well what if there was a way to put something in that license what if there was just something so i started a petition drive which i've never done in my life and i didn't even know how to make a petition because back then you know now we're talking 2005 i'm sure millions of people were doing it but not christine um 
I didn't know how to make a petition. I had no idea. I had a yellow legal pad, and I wrote a question, and I said, what do you think about adding something to that license, some kind of emergency contact? Well, on the seven-mile-long barrier island where I work at this little fishing shack, a lot of people knew me. They knew Tiffany, and they knew my son, who was one of the managers. And so the people started signing this yellow legal pad, and then someone said, well, let us make petitions. And they literally started going door to door, and it was spreading pretty quickly. Well, then the media got their hands in. You know, they heard a story was going on on this little island, and they said, what's going on? What's, what are you guys t- talking about here? So, we, you know, we did a little, um, a couple of media things, you know, the news, st- news stories and that. And then I went to my state representative, Bill Galvano, uh, for my district, and he was a representative then, and he's now a state senator, and I've never, I don't even think I've ever went to a state representative in my life. So mm-hmm. I kind of just walked in, and I said, um, I have an idea. And he looked at the idea of uh, putting emergency contact in a license, and he looked at me and he said, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is big. And um, so he took it to the Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles in Tallahassee, Florida, and uh, approached them with the idea. He said, we have this mother came up with an idea. What do you think? And the state of Florida looked at him and said, why haven't we done it? Mm -hmm. We're doing it immediately. Mm -hmm. This is your state government doing this. Mm -hmm. We're doing it immediately. That's rare in itself. Oh my gosh, it doesn't. (laughs) Immediately. That's a key word. I use that word a whole lot because I congratulate my state of Florida for that. So, um, so from Tiffany's accident happening, happening December 7th of 2005 to us preparing to launch this emergency contact program, on October 2nd, 2006, which wasn't very long afterward. Right. Um, I was the first person literally in the world to register my emergency contact information online at Bill Galvano's office, scared to death because all the media is Mm -hmm. there, all the law enforcement, all the cameras, and I'm literally, oh, can I do it? Can I do it? And I'm scared. And, uh... But I did it, and so I was the first person, October 2nd of 2006. That's how that happened. So currently, currently in the state of Florida, we are at over 13 million registered in the state of Florida. Now, the state of Florida is active. Um, I work somewhat closely with them. I come up with ideas, and Mm -hmm. I said, well... What do, what do we think about this? Or, you know, prom, graduation, we're going into hurricane season right now. Uh, June is the beginning of um, hurricane preparedness. So it's, a good, it's good for everybody, the media, not to get on board and make sure people are registered with their emergency contact with that. But it literally blows my mind that this is happening to me with no, no background in anything, but it's also the people like yourself, Sarah, that I'm meeting in another country, mm-hmm. and I'm doing a, a talk show. I mean, our goal, my goal, is to make sure this never happens anywhere, ever again. So I'm on the, I'm on the move 
to literally change the world. On a mission, yes. I'm on, the, I'm on a huge mission. The thing is, is that, Rivs, as you said, with this technology today, and everybody knows that wherever you go, at least you need your ID on you. You, mm-hmm. need, you need it to prove who you are or in case of an accident or something happens, you need to have that ID on you. Um, and it, you're always asked for ID nowadays because there's so much fraud and everything else going out there. Um, so it's something, as you said, when somebody takes a bag or not, they'll throw their ID in their pocket or they generally take their per- in a wallet with them, you know, uh, mm-hmm. where the ID is in. So it's something that isn't something they have to wear around their neck or, you know, on their bracelet or anything like that. It is something that they generally have with them altogether. Now, you could go a step further on this. Um, Here in Canada, for people who don't drive, they have uh, what they call just an identification card. It just looks like a driver's Mm. license, but it's just an ID card. You know, how about school-age kids, especially those walking to school on their own? um, You know, how about having that contact uh, on that um, could even go so far as having a tracking device on it if a kid goes missing you know well that's really that's amazing that you even came up with what you just said Sarah is amazing because the state of Florida has done just that so state of, the state of Florida is really um, the example of um, of the change that we're yeah. trying to create so for a lot of our senior drivers, um, they have an ID card. They no longer drive. Right. Um, so this, you can register, um, em- you know, their emergency contact just with an ID card. Because, you know, especially in the state of Florida, we have a lot of uh, retirees and a lot of seniors retire here. Um, so their families are in other, other parts of the country. Right. Now that, you know, so we have not taken it to the step where they say that they want to use international numbers. Not, Florida hasn't went that far yet. Not to say it won't happen, but they just, right now they're trying, you know, we're still working on this. Mm-hmm. But they have taken it to the ID card. Um, they have um, also included the permit numbers because some kids, like 15 years old, they don't have their official driver's license, but they get a permit. And they can register emergency contact information with the permit number before they take that first step, you know, of actually getting the driver's license and driving that car for the first, which is a whole nother, a whole nother, you know, window there. But also they have included it for children five years old and older. Excellent. Isn't that amazing? And I said, you know, so really, um, so now um, children five years old and older, and we really promote that also because, you know, parents are nervous about things, you know. There's a lot of desperate situations going on in our country and in the world. Um, So uh, parents can take their child five years old and older to, um, we use the tax collectors in the state of Florida as well as some of the DMV offices, Department of Motor Vehicles. But we also use our tax collectors, um, and I'm not sure what you do in Canada. But you can take little Johnny or little Susie to the tax collector, and I think it's $15 or something like that, and they give them a little ID card. But when they're giving them that ID, they're registering their emergency contacts right there into the computer system and the database that's connected to that driver's license. Um, 
And so if little Johnny, so I like to use a little scenario. Um, um, so, you know, mom goes shopping at Walmart or, you know, one of the major big, you know, chains or whatever. And say she's just like she's in the bra and underwear department, just saying. Okay, well, little Johnny or Susie is like, you know what, isn't there like a McDonald's there? Or didn't I see toys over here? And off that little child runs. Right? Yes. You've seen it. You've, I mean, you know. I've had it happen so, to me, believe me, with three kids. Yeah. Well, you know what? I used to put, back in the day when my children were young, I put a little rope around them because they thought it was funny to run away and hide on me. Yeah. And p- parents panic. Yeah. So it was little Johnny or little Susan, they bounce off. They're in somewhere in the major big store or they ran down the street. I think I've seen an ice cream store next door or something. But mom... All of, a sudden, all of a sudden is in panic mode. Where are you? Where are you? Well, they call the security in the store, and then, you know, before you know it, you know, the the police are called or whatever, and they give a brief description, little Johnny or Susie and that. Well, law enforcement may be saying, um, oh, wait a minute, we just, we just seen him here. We just, you know, because they're talking on their radios and all that. And they pull, they pull over and they see little Johnny, and they say, all they say is, what is your name? And little Johnny says, I'm little Johnny Sanchez. And they put it into their database because in, you know, the United States, we have computers and all law enforcement cars. I'm sure you have it in Canada also. So they put that name right into their computer, right in their vehicle. And here comes mom's cell number. I got a cell number here. I got a work number. I got this right here immediately because remember the national average is six hours before there's a contact we've shortened that to immediately so we love that word immediate and mom got that sense of relief saying oh my gosh i was so scared so you know in the united states we have a huge also heroin epidemic it's consuming our young people and i'm sure it's a worldwide epidemic but i've talked to the emergency rooms also and they said these young people are being transported into our emergency rooms and um, they're not registered with their emergency contacts and they're literally dying without any notification being made because they're not registered. So there's so many avenues. Right now, you know, we're trying, people start traveling. Um, and, and I have to make sure I mention this. So, because some of your listeners may be saying, okay, so great idea, Christine. So now I'm registered. Um, I get registered um, in my state if we have it. Now what happens once I'm registered? So say you are involved in that accident or medical, it could be a reaction to medication, whatever it is, yeah. it's an emergency going on. Law enforcement will show up, take your license or your identification card, scan it, right like a credit card, right in their car, right in the vehicle, and your contacts anywhere in the country come up immediately. That's how fast this is moving. This is how fast it's giving that emergency contact with literally a swipe of the driver's license. So I want, you know, who would have ever thought, who could have ever even imagined, I sure didn't imagine that this would happen to me, but I know the reality of how it can happen and what could happen if you're not registered. Right. You know, there's so many other avenues that I'm seeing here. There's, I remember once seeing a story of a of a piano player who was in an accident and uh, and uh, fingers were crushed, and they said, "Oh, you know, we can't do anything. We'll chop them off." Well, 
had they been able to contact someone and say, no, he's an international pianist, save the hands, you know, there would have been more attention yes. spent on it, right? And, you know, or yes. you get hold of a relative, or, you know, they're, they're diabetic, or they're this, or they're that, you know, that may not be uh, anything else on their person, which, of course, if you do have those things, you should carry them around, but in case. Um, but, you know, this, all the other cases, is their child with them if they've been in an accident? or they have yeah. pets at home, you know, uh, if if that contact person knows all the details, because, you know, we extend the thing to the animals, somebody gets into an accident, they can have pets at home that are there for days before anybody knows that they're needing to be attended to, so that well, contact I had can a, have all that information. I, exactly, and I had a man that actually said that he had, uh, he was taking care of his um, his father who had Alzheimer's. right. And um, the father was at home, you know, in his home. And he said, oh, my God, someone get to my house, please, because my father is there. If things aren't happening on a schedule, his father would, you know, panic and think, you know. So just like you said, so many scenarios. And how how is it possible that this isn't someone didn't come up with this idea earlier? Well, it didn't. And just, you know, just there's so many, you know, we have MAD. We have so many different, you know, the Amber Alerts. Yes. There's so many things that have come up out of tragedies. And this just happened to be my path and my journey. Mm. But um, I mean, what was the name sometimes of that, it's uh, a little... You know, that show, uh, you know, it was on for many, 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 many seasons. Uh, they had lost their son to abduction and murder and so it was a missing missing children show oh yeah and oh what was his name because yes, uh, i think I he mean, lives in um he lives in tampa right uh florida um adam something um a- yeah a- adam was the son right yes john yeah yeah but i but, know what you're talking you know, um, i mean it's, yeah all of these things come about through somebody else's tragedy preventing that tragedy happening to someone else but unfortunately, until it happens, people don't realize what was needed. In your case, you couldn't have saved your daughter. You know, uh, by the blessing, yeah. she was taken straight away. Um, but it's not knowing all those hours later, the whole thing that you went through at the hospital, the way they told you, all of that, you know, is, is something that, that they most need, certainly need more sensitivity training on. But had it been a phone call straight away, um, even though she had gone, you would have been with her quicker, and you wouldn't have had to go through all that pain and anguish that was going on. So it's, I think it's, you know, from one person's tragedy, you know, how many lives have you saved? How many families have you brought together because of this? Um, you know, we don't know actually the impact, do you? Because as you said, the guy with the old timer's father, people with pets at home, or, you know, um, there's my child at school and no one to pick them up, you know? There's so many things that a person who is in distress cannot say because they're unable to speak that, you know, that contact person can speak and fill in completely, uh, everything. So everything can be taken care of. And, that peace of mind, I would imagine, would be something I would want. I mean, I I bought my well, kids. Well, and that's what, and that's exactly yeah. what it is. You yeah. hit it right on the right on the, the nail on the head, I guess it's called. Yeah. 
but the peace of mind yes. knowing that if you know if I if so my husband is late for dinner I have the peace of mind knowing that you know he's registered you know his emergency contact if he's a little late I don't have to worry if my mother isn't answering her t- her cell phone or her phone I don't have to worry because I know if there was an emergency I could be reached yes. because law enforcement has this information and you know it's it's coming about we just had the state of Indiana. Um, it was a um, a trooper girl. Um, um, I think she was part. Well, she was involved. She responded to um, a very serious accident, um, which was, I think, fatal for a couple of people. But this was in the state of Indiana, and when she ran that person's Florida driver's license, she looked on her screen and she said, "What is that?" emergency contacts she said i was so impressed that she said i called other troopers and she said look what florida's doing yes so she said i did some research christine and i found you you're the one responsible she said tell me more i told her more i put her in contact with the department of highway safety in tallahassee florida they walked her how walked her through how to get it in indiana and indiana will introduce it early of um, early 2018 of next year um, so it's just, you know, um, it, it blows my mind. It yeah. literally blows my mind. But I know that I cannot stop. Sometimes I want to. Sometimes it's just, it's very hard to relive yeah. my daughter's accident day in, day out. It's very hard. Emotionally, her birthday is Saturday. Um, she would have been 34 years old. Um, that's real hard on a mother's heart. I'll yep. tell you that. That's real hard. And to still be on the radio talking all these years later about an accident that took her life, that's very hard. But I have a passion, and that is for every single human being, not in just the United States of America, but everywhere across the world, to take this as the primary source of making sure families can be reached in an emergency. But it's going to take help. It's yeah. going to take people. It's going to take champions. It's going to you know, people that say, you know what, I can get this done in my state, I think. I'm here to help you get this done. Um, I don't know who Canada, what do you use for your driver's license? Um, who do you use? Uh, who do we, well, we have, you know, gosh, I don't, I'm actually looking at my driver's license and looking actually right now to see what's on it because we have our address on it. But, you know, there right. isn't any phone number or anything on it. Um no. There is the strip at the back, so it would be very, very easy to do. Right. Uh, but, um, you know, we go through the driver's license, and um, it has obviously identity. Do you, I mean, do you have a Department of Motor Vehicles? Yes. Who do you do? Yeah, the Department you do. of Motor Vehicles goes through that, yes. And, so uh, you have the you have the magnetic strip on your license, yep, or the Im, you know some licenses have that like embedding strip. Uh, yes, we have the little that square means. silver thing, and also the strip thing as well. And we also in in Canada, our medical card looks like our driver's license as well. Um, so our medical card is uh, issued at the um, at the medical place, but and it's free, but it has the same strips and everything on it. So, you know, either cards or both cards could have it on, and uh, that would cover both bases. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? So that means that because that strip is on there, that means that's connected to a database of some sort. Yeah. And that's what made it so fast in Florida because the state of Florida said, we already have the database. 
Driver and Vehicle Identification Database. That's what that strip in, in Florida is called. That's what the database is called. They said, all we have to do is change our software, load it up, and we're ready to go. Right. It costs the state of Florida nothing, Yes. nothing to yes. implement this program, saving law enforcement six hours of their time, which is a lot of taxpayer dollars. Right. That's, that's a bonus for all of us. It's helping families. It's good news for everybody. Yeah. It gives peace of mind. But well, that I mean, means, if, you know, in, I mean, I'm just going to hit on the law enforcement. You know, th- as you said, they get a little jaded, you know, what they see. But imagine yeah. if immediately they could go into that and, and know that they could reach out to their loved ones straight away because they're not having to make a guessing game. Oh no! How yeah. do we find out who to reach? Um, you know, uh, you know, look up the name, um, and it's a long, huge, drawn-out thing for them. If it's something literally that they yeah, swipe, there's th- that six number. Six hours plus. But now, of course, six hours plus. Now, yeah. of course, you've got to have the training in place for them to be able to reach out to that person and let them know yeah. that there's been an accident. And this is where your child is going to be taken, um, and obviously, or your loved ones. You your, know, it's not yeah. just yeah; it's yeah. for anyone, anybody. Uh, yeah. That uh, this is. I mean, it could be. You know, it's not just for families. I mean, very often you've got people that have come from different countries, and so you need a mm-hmm. contact. If you can't have an international contact, you can have a contact here in this country that then has the international yes. contact, right? Exactly. So, you know, that's like, you know, uh, so in in Florida, because I have to, you know, reference Florida, this is where it all began, uh, what they're asking for is two contacts, three phone numbers, and an address per contact anywhere in the country. So your primary contact is the number one person that's going to have, you know, that can speak to an emergency room quickly and say they have a rare blood type, they're on the certain medications, don't do this. It might be that elderly person that is so scared and confused and, and, um, you know, I don't know how this all um, plays out. But it's just, you know, like you said, it's about the training also. But it's someone that can relate immediately that information to the emergency room. And we've had stories. We, I, I have stories on my website like that um, where a mother, her daughter was um, in college and was hit by a car and that um, – she was talking in about an hour. She was on the phone talking to um, uh, the, the, the doctors, and the doctors were telling her she has no brain activity. She's gone. And that mother said, you just keep her alive, whatever you have to do, until I get there. Well, her daughter is named Georgia, and Georgia is alive and doing pretty darn good right now. And they contribute it all to TIFF's initiative. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that blows my mind. Um, So there's so many stories. And um, so... I like I said, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. I'm amazed at the people that um, um, come alongside me. But it's gonna. We have to have more people. We have to have every state. We have to have people throughout the United States and different countries because it has the power to go around the world because everybody has a driver's license. Oh, right, and that's the thing is, you know, we've all got these magnetic strips, you know. Uh, and yeah. the thing is, as you said, it's just a software thing. And for them to say, oh, we don't have the manpower, you know, codswallop. As you said, you've just saved the uh, the average uh, police people or, or first responders six hours. You know, for yeah. them to have to chase people around, uh, yeah. trying to find out who the next of kin is or who to reach out to, is time-consuming. 
so if they have this strip straight away and then you have those same people that are normally chasing people around properly trained to reach out to people um, you, there is no need for new manpower it's just reconstructing your manpower to be more efficient absolutely absolutely and efficiency is a good word in my in my library in my mm -hmm. dictionary you know to um to make things run a little faster a little smoother for everybody concerned yes for everybody concerned so um i mean anywhere there's know, a it, whole it can yeah. be a case of somebody's you know that um as you said life you know keep that child alive or you know somebody um where you know they're going to they are going to pass but at least that family member's managed to get there you know, before it yeah. happens, whereas um, because it was six-hour delay, they missed that you know opportunity to say goodbye. And you know, there's so many things. I think one thing that the the enforcement have to bring into this is the emotional impact that any trauma mm -hmm. has, and to realize how how big that is. You know, for you, it was just a sad event at that moment. Um, you know, the um, for the police force or the m emergency, they have to put it away and compartmentalize it. They can't carry it on with them. But, but right, for, the, right. for the person that it's happened to, it is a life changing, and uh, and one has to understand that impact. Um, so the soon as the people that are really you know part of the the family members are known straight away, you you know the first responders are kind of people handing that over now and so they don't have to carry it for so long and get frustrated themselves in trying to find people yeah so well i know law enforcement here is just they just are so grateful so good they, i mean i never hear um enough i work alongside you know our sheriff's department and highway patrol and 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 they are just so grateful they said you have no idea how this has helped us you have no idea for hillary the you know the young girl the young trooper girl in indiana christine this is huge for us this is huge because we had nothing and to really to think that there was nothing like this yeah in, in 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 ever and now it's in now it's available so um and it's always so the it simple takes, things isn't it you know it's like uh you know that the yeah. what's been called the little light bulb moment go on why haven't we yeah. thought of that and it's and but yeah. it's that until you're shifted into what's needed you don't see what's logical to ha put in place and yeah. you know for you it came about from that need you know had you been contacted well, earlier yeah. you may not have thought about this oh absolutely but i'll tell you too you know um from doing tips initiative um it literally has it saved my life mm -hmm. because it giving it a it, purpose it, by keeping her it, alive. well well it keeps her memory alive um it's helping people it's given me something to continue for because when this happens to someone you love, and it, it doesn't have to be a child, it can yeah. be a lot of people feel that their life is over. Mm. Their life is over. So, you know, um, um, I find people throughout the United States and stuff that, you know, you know can continue for someone that they love. Um, uh, we have 11 states. There's 11 states now participating that, I, you know, that I've just heard. I said, I didn't even know 11 states were doing it. I had no idea because nobody has to ask me, yes. you know, is it okay if we do this in our state? No. They're following what the state of Florida has done as far as using, an, you know, embedding uh, an emergency contact program. So people are calling it like Sarah's Law or, you know, mm -hmm. Justin's Law or whatever. You know, do it for whoever 
you know, that strong person in that state, yeah. wherever that, you know, you know, Ohio or, or whatever, um, do it. It's, it's normally it's a, a person that takes it up. Yes. And they said, I have to get it done in my state. Now, how do I get it done? And they form their little team of, you know, raising awareness and setting up tables and um, social media and all this stuff. I wish it was some kind of simpler way. You know, right now I'm looking... Um, I'm, I'm really one mother. I'm pretty much one mother. Um, I, you know, I do this every day and I work pretty closely with, um, law enforcement and the state of Florida, but I still feel like one mother sitting at my computer and saying, who can I talk to next? Who can yeah. I, where can I go next? But I'm looking for, you know, and I, I have no idea who's going to hear this, this show. I have no idea, but we are looking for someone that has potential ties or a PR firm, uh, public relations. Who who knows how to do stuff like this? Because mm-hmm. it's not me. National marketing firms. You know, there's people that know how to market ideas. Um, look at Susan B. Coleman. Look yeah. what happened there. That was one sister. That was a sister that said how my sister was treated was not acceptable. She's around the globe. Yeah. But she had people come along. So there's marketing people. There's social media people that say, Christine, I can help you with this. I know how to do this. That would be great. Contact me. Let's do it. Let's join forces. So, yes. Actually, it's very interesting because yeah. I've just done a show uh, by an Israeli gentleman called Yuval. I'm not even going to pronounce his surname. Um, and he, at the age of 16, had, a, had an accident at work where it, it left him unable to walk. And they said to him, you know, you're going to be a paraplegic, you know, forget about school, forget about anything else. And he decided to write himself lists, lists of everything I'm going to do when I walk again. And he taught himself how to walk within a year and, you know, started accomplishing those lists. But the thing he says about our list is that we're always, you know, kind of quiet what we ask for or we pray for it. Um, but we don't shout it out loud. And if we don't let people know what it is we need, how yeah. are people going to know how to help us? How are us? they going to know? Absolutely. So, you know, on your blog, you know, uh, on your social media, if the TIFF initiative needs to grow. I need who wants to join us. Uh, and mm-hmm. simply put it out there, shout it out loud. And, you know, like I wrote an article on it yesterday. I put it up there. And then my housemate brings me in, not in five minutes later, a parcel. And in that parcel was the most beautiful book for for somebody who's actually was a prodigy artist but with a donation and you know it's it, I, the list had just gone up <laughs> so, this is the thing well you know what you just inspired me miss sarah you just inspired me let me tell you because that's going to be going up on my social media yeah. because i think a lot of times i'm very i'm i'm kind of a mother in grief yet yeah. i'm kind of passive like oh I don't know. Should I ask for that? Yes. Should I do it? Yes. Well, I have to be bold, bold and say absolutely. Yes. Stand bold. Yep. I'm, I mean, that's what I'm going to do. So without you, so you know, stand tall, stand proud. in you know, the accomplishments and what you do, but you do not need to take this burden on anymore. And you know, just put it out there. I am extending my arms and ready to envelop all those that want to take it to the next level. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for that inspiration. You just inspired my day, so thank you. <laughs> You're very inspirational, yeah. my dear. I mean, it's it's oh. like the things have to come from the pain, but at the same time, 
you've given you know the life that was denied her you've you've given her that meaningful life you know in, yeah. in her afterlife you know and I'm sure she's extremely proud of you for what you've done and you know and it's well, you know, something, it's something so. so simple yet so logical but has mm-hmm. such a massive impact whether it's just letting somebody know you know, um, no, it's not too serious, but you can reach them. You know, you can go to this hospital yeah. or whatever, or you know that li- life-saving moment. Um, Absolutely. How do you measure that? You know, the measure is in in the emotion of the people that are involved, um, because you've given the ability to kind of make choices and not taken them away from them, right? So they can mm-hmm. act on yeah. the information, and uh, we are in an information era. Why this is not logical and not being done before, who knows? Because it needed someone to point out what was needed. Why this can't be on every driver's license, wherever in the world they have driver's license or ID license. It's software, and we know how easy it is. for. And you've already got the software. They don't have to write it. All they have to do is just adjust it to whatever their state or country or whatever it is. And it's so adaptable and adoptable and so easy to do and it can go out and anytime somebody signs up for a card or anything else it can go out as a notification um that they sign up you know it's right there on the paperwork yeah right it's like what's your contact this and that it's part of the program it can be included in the price of um of getting your new license so it's so easy to introduce Yeah, it is. And I, I just, you know, um, it's educated me quite a bit on a lot of uh, different things. But it's also introduced me to, you know, amazing people also. So um, I'm very grateful and I'm honored to do this in Tiffany's name. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Canada will be, uh, will be next. Most certainly. And uh, I think it would be, you know, because we are such a... We're a very big country with a very few amount of people. I mean, the amount of people that we have in Canada would fit into California. But we have vast space of land, right? And vast distances between places. And so, you know, you you may have smaller towns or smaller police stations and things like that. And Mm -hmm. they don't have the manpower that to do that but again as you said they're all equipped with that equipment in the in the uh, yeah in the cop car yeah so for them to do a quick swap but this shouldn't just be with the police this should be with the paramedics as well y- yes um, etc i mean they should have that ability because actually you know the, the firefighters are the ones responding yes. first yes. um so you know, there's there's work to do. Let's yeah. just say let's just say that there's work to do. And um, uh, you know, if any of your listeners um, have any insight or you know resources, tools, I, I welcome everyone and mm. anyone from to anywhere. contact me yeah. from anywhere. Doesn't matter what country, because there's you know through our search engines and all that stuff, we see that Tiff's Initiative is getting hits from all over the world. There's yeah. you know with the keywords that we punch in so there's interest um but it's just it's you know the people being bold enough people stepping up to the plate don't depend on someone else to do this for your government or your state you have to be the person that says you know what i can do this in my state i can because what what you will gain um out of it 
is is really priceless yeah. it's um the gratitude the you know your heart just grows because of the stories that you hear and to know that you actually contributed something in your life are you leaving a legacy yeah i don't want to just take up space on this planet i want to make my world a better place mm-hmm. and tips initiative is making it a better place yeah. for millions of families everywhere but I'm not done. Right. So uh, I, I, I'm just I'm so thrilled about this uh, opportunity with you, Sarah. So oh, well, once again, thank you. We will reach this out to as many people as we can. And, and of course, you know, TAF is, uh, TIFF's initiative is uh, an acronym for To Inform Families First. Um, yes. which is just simple, but yes, I, you know, I think this should be with the paramedics. It should be with the fire department. I know here, uh, very often the fire department are the first people there, even yeah. before the police or anything, even, you know, for the drunks yeah. on the street or this or that, or, you know, altercations yeah. going on, drug addicts, uh, and, you know, the paramedics are there. When imagine with a paramedic, you know, this person's having a reaction. You don't know what to do because you don't have the information contact the person on the on the list and it's like you know is this normal you know because how many times do we see in the news the cop shot somebody because of the erratic behavior and it turns out oh, you know that they were having an epileptic the fit or the, they were on you know old timers or they, they were, were autistic. autistic yes exactly. they were autistic yeah. Or they were, you know, they didn't understand the question that you were asking right. them, and you were scaring them, and I ran because I didn't, yes. you know, I have, there's autism in my family. I can imagine if that happened to right. Julian. And so what, you're going to pull a gun on him? Yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah. boy, you opened up another can of worms there, didn't you? Right. My yes. goodness, yes. yes. And yeah. this is the thing is that, you know, information gives you no excuse. Um, yeah. You know, and it's, uh, it's, um, you know, this shoot first and ask questions later mentality has to yeah. stop. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and especially for people who do have any form of challenges, physical or mental challenges, yeah. having this there um, where they can swipe and get a first responder and get that information. Um, yeah. You know, for the family, you know, yes, this person is this. Please don't come at them. They'll panic. You know, it's like. You know, a dog in a yard, you know, that when you come at it friendly, it's wagging its tail, hello, might be barking because look at me, I'm doing my job. But you come at it, it thinks it's been charged that. And it's yeah. going to do its defense. It's the same with us as human beings. It so, is. And, you know, and people with disabilities, everything. Yes. It just, it, the list could go on yeah. and on it's, and on. It's uh, unlimited. And when, and such a simple answer is available. So let's, let's make this a worldwide option for families. Again, so that's, it's that's a the goal. no-brainer. It's so easy to yeah. adapt to. It makes their lives better. Um, you know, imagine, you know, with a paramedic, I don't know what this person's history is. Um, immediately it can be swiped. Um, they can even carry things around with them nowadays. If you can do that swiping yeah. of the card to do money, you can do a swiping of an information card. You know, that can easily, Absolutely. a device can be had of that. Okay, now we know with this, with this contact, this person's epileptic or this person's this or this person's yeah. that. Now they know how to treat the person and they're not second guessing. Um, yeah. And uh, there isn't a delay in the reaction and they get to the hospital and this person's history is A, B, C, D. You know, and for further information, you can contact this person. Um, it, you know, it makes all of their lives easier, and they're more able to attend to the to the person in need without second yeah. guessing. So, it does seem so logical to me. 
It is. It is. So right. we'll see. We'll see what happens next. Right. If you, if there's any form of computerization in any of these associations, which we know there is, then mm-hmm. we what we need to do is just show them how easy this is to to adopt to. Um, y- do you know how much money it would take for a particular either state or a place uh, to use this system to do, to purchase? Well, I will use Florida. I will use Florida as an example. It cost the state of Florida ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. Wow. Ten thousand dollars. Nothing. Nothing. There's people with that in their checkbook. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll write you a check for ten thousand. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So you know. Um, yeah. You know, and I set my goals very high. I would like to get a hold of, you know, I'd be nice if Facebook got or Microsoft got on board with yes. this. You know, they're the big information people. Yes. You know, um, well, the cable. It's, it's writing to Bill Gates, right? Yeah. It's letting him know this program. You've already proven it. You're already tried yeah. and true. You're already showing it works. Yeah. And again, they may not know of you because, obviously, as you said, the you know, the promotional programmer behind it is it so much as there but it's um you know your your statesman getting hold of him and say okay i want to t- contact bills gates a letter from you will he will mm-hmm. open you know mm-hmm. so let's do it together. well i think you know i heard recently on one of our news shows about a little girl 10 years old that wrote um a letter to google yes and just mr google <laughs> Hello, this this is for Mr. Google. <laughs> and she, you know, when I grow up, I want to work for you. And she told about her dad or something like that. Well, one of the top officials of Google, uh, whoever that was, um, opened the letter. And it was a handwritten letter by a little girl. How did he get there? I don't know. Yeah. But I think God is behind a whole oh, yeah. lot of this, you know. Yeah. He's open, you know. He opens doors that no man can open or close, and so um, you know, I, Tips Initiative it grows a million people plus a year getting registered yes. um, in the state of Florida. Now, other states do not have champions on on boots on the on the ground, sort of like Christine. I do this every day, but there are you can form this group in your in your state. And you can form this group, you know, groups of girlfriends. Mm. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do it for our state. Yeah. We, but you got to do it. You got to do something. So, well, I think it's. I have a feeling a, this a, is. It's the you're tip of the iceberg. No, but uh, this is something that when they adopt it in a state, uh, is everybody needs to renew their license. Um, you can promote that there are these special IDs with uh, the yeah. strips on it you can promote that now you're adding but every license that is out there f- for renewal will be automatically added with this strip and this is the information that you need to put on there make it a no option no brainer well you know that comes down to that whole privacy thing because people think well I'm not I don't have to I don't want to perv- you know give this information People, you know, and I'm like, it's contact information. Yeah. It's not a social security number. Right. It's not a Mastercard number. No. no, but some people are funny, Sarah. Some people are funny, then and they so got okay, to hide. You, <laughs> and so <laughs> we'll leave them alone. We're gonna let them alone. Yeah. But um, you know what? I mean, with with people like you and your enthusiasm, we're going big places with Tiff's initiative. Let me tell you that, Sarah. I believe it with all my heart. Right. Well, you know, again, is again that, that list shouting out loud. You know, it's that yeah. 
most people want to be of service to one another. You know that yeah. you know, they want that meaningful purpose. They want to be contributors. They understand that our community is only as strong as we are contributing together. But a lot of the time is they don't know how to help. So unless you actually ask specifically on what you need and what your initiative is and what you're wanting to do, you know, and send it out as that, you know, right now you're the inspiration sending it out as an invitation and you're inviting people to come forth. So let's right now give at least five points of what you need and how people can help. Yeah. So what five well, points would they uh, be? Okay, so for people to help, uh, first and foremost, you can uh, check your um, state, wherever you may be, and go to your DMV um, location on your website, um, for their website, and see if this program is in your state. Like I said, it is in 11 states. So different states use different um, portals for um, um, driver's license registration or driver's license needs. So see if there is one in your state. If it has anything to register your emergency contact information with your license, that's TIFF's initiative in your state. Register. Register immediately. Next, share it on Facebook. Did you know, guys, that yes. you can register, you know, put emergency contact information in your license? Do it today. And maybe repost and repost. Like to inform families first um, on Facebook. That is the TIFF website. And that's this, that is this mother's journey. Um, of TIFF's initiative. Um, some of it is stories of how this mother is making it through, but a lot of it is inspiration. Uh, Sarah, I've posted you on my site. Um, so it's the journey of TIFF's initiative. Um, if you don't have it, you can go to our website, which is www.toinformfamiliesfirst.org. When you go to the website, if you scroll down toward the bottom, it says contact your senator. When you put your zip code in that little window, your contacts for senator and representatives come up immediately in your state, wherever you may be, your contacts. Send them the TIFF link and follow it up with a phone call. Say, hey, the state of Florida is doing this. Why aren't we doing it in our state? Because remember, these people work for you. Yes, they are. They're, they are. They are paid by you. They need to work for you and say, "Hey, I'm counting on you." So get, get used to hearing from me because until you do this for me and my family, you're going to keep hearing from me. And um, contact me, Christine Olson, O L S O N. I will even share my phone number, which is nine four one seven nine five one eight six nine. Feel free to contact me with questions. But it also takes. Um, Sponsors, it you know, do you have a company that can get behind TIFF? Um, can you you know sponsors and and endorsers and it runs on donations too. It does. We can only big as be as you know much as big and reach as many people as as, as the donations allow. So maybe people say, you know what, I want to get behind a charity, and Christine, this makes sense to me. So that's a good way too, and you can do that right through the website. So I think um, that's pretty. That's pretty much your five points, but you know what I want to end with is that, you know, um, this is something so important for you and your family to do for each other, but if you don't take the step and register, you know, the, the, the story can be very different, and you have to do it for your family because your family is really depending on you to register yourself, 
and for them to register for you. So it's um, it's just something that we need to do to promote that peace of mind for right. families because Lord knows we have enough grief in our country yes. and in the world. Let's do something good for our country. Let's do something good for each other, for the people that we love. Let's do it today. And as far as your contact things, since they don't have to all be family members. Um, you know, no. they, they could be your roommates. Uh, they could be people yes. that you work with, people that are closer maybe than your family, but, you know, know their information. Yes. And, of course, with that contact information, make sure you actually give them a written list of things that you want any first yes. medical people to know. So they're not thinking again, yep. I don't know. But no, no, she left me a list, this, that, etc. And this is her family. But, you know, th- you know that, you know, it's... Very Again, helpful. Peace of mind, allowing people to get to their loved ones faster, quicker, making sure that the right medical information is out there for the medical people and they're not having to guess and guess and guess and then it's yeah. too late. Um, you know, from the paramedics, from the fire people, from the, the police, um, you know, from the army. You look at how many times they're called in FEMA. You know, yeah. uh, you know, called in to a situation and they've got to recognize people maybe their bodies or you know maybe a tragedy and if they have this equipment as well they immediately know who the people are they can start contacting people and not taking days to do it so there are so many avenues here um you know that i think would prove to be so beneficial and i'd like to see this as an automatic mainstream me too (laughs) (laughs) me too me too it would be uh it would be amazing, you know, um, and, and I welcome any any stories or any questions, please. And um, I don't think I gave my um, my email, if anyone's interested. It is on the website, um, or you can message me through Facebook. But my email is Christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, at helptiff.org, H-E-L-P-T-I-F-F.org. And, um, and we're looking for that help. Great, and it'll be here on the posting as well. Um, okay, you perfect. know, I mean, you know, it's sad how this had to come about, but it is what a legacy you're you're doing for her and for you. Um, you know, we all want to kind of leave something that we know we've made a difference. Yes, and, we do. And together, you're making a difference. And you Thank know, you. her her love and her energy is right with you. It hasn't left you. Um, there's a beautiful picture of her here with a dolphin, and you know, we know that they're the cosmic creatures. Um, yeah, so having have a kind of feeling that uh, the dolphin let her know something was coming, um, mm. and uh, so her life kind of lives on through your actions and what you're doing, which is a, oh, a beautiful. Oh, it does, it does, absolutely. Thank you for that. And you know, I always say that I interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things, and we never know how extraordinary we can be until we um, just step up to the plate to what needs to be done. So thank you for. Doing extraordinary things here. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate it. So, folks, when you hear the show, please post it out to as many people as you can. Maybe get a group of people together and say, you know, we need this in our community. It's not here yet. Let's make it more aware. Even if it is in your state, how do you get the awareness out to get more people signed up? Bring it up at the PAC meeting at school. Bring it up the Girl Scout Girl guides and boy scouts and um you know all of these things bring it up wherever you are let people know share it on your own social medias write to your own state people you know it's not all on christina to do this 
she's let you know what's been done she's done her part let's help her now by getting the word out there because what she's done is for you and your peace of mind and your family now it's time for you to take up the baton and run with it and make sure that a you sign up uh, b you get more no, um, information out there to people start inviting people to the movement it's a very simple thing ten thousand dollars for a state to change the whole system that is nothing they drop a drop of that every single day $10,000 that can save lives. It's nothing at all. So uh, there is no excuse for a state not to adopt to it because they can find that in the budget very, very easily. And look at, uh, down the line, whether you've got people that are first responders, look at how much easier are making their lives so they can serve the people that they're trying to save. So there is no losing here. None whatsoever. Ow. Everybody benefits. So let's step up and let's support Christina's TIFF and let's um, let's get this out there saving people's lives giving the peace of mind and spreading the word so Christina thank you thank you so much for doing what you're you're very welcome thank you and to everyone else remember yes you like the show you like the movement now share it share it share it share it keep the conversation going and start doing something about it because it was all up to us it's our choice of what we're going to do don't just like, participate. Until next time, folks, bye for now.